We're back! This is the hour. I'm Jason. And I'm not. And on this episode... Excuse me, I didn't order the cash EOA Pepe. Mmm, that's a surprise in dirt ball. Excuse me, are these fruit roll-ups kosher? Now I'm definitely going to need an extra towel. And missing Australian woman survived five days on wine and lollipops. Yeah, her and every other wine mommy on Instagram. Mm, the, the real suffering was that it was a Merlot. Well, luckily it was one of those big lollipops so she could swat away all the deadly spiders. Luckily it was one of those big lollipops so she could swat and kill a koala to eat. Luckily it was one of those big lollipops so she could just uh, use it to help regrow the Great Barrier Reef. Luckily it was one of those big lollipops so that when some baby showed her their lollipop, she was like, that's not a lolly. This is a lolly. Mm, yes. I assume she was wearing one of those hats with the alligator teeth or crocodile teeth or yeah. shark teeth. I don't know. What, what kind of fucking teeth were they? I think they were crocodile teeth. And then maybe. You know, you can tell because a crocodile teeth uh, will see you now and an alligator teeth will see you later. <laughs> Sorry, it's after a while. That's yeah, it. That's yeah. it. I'm, not, I'm not a scientist. It's also one of the hats that have the dangly things in the front to keep the flies away from you. <laughs> I'm thinking like a mariachi band hat. I don't think that's it. Oh, no, those do have little dangly balls. Yeah, but little, I'm talking they're long, very long dangly things that come kind of over your face. Like a bead curtain? Kind of a bead curtain, those yeah, but 70s. not for hippies. Oh, man, it's great. Some of them have little, little uh, lava lamps. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, the Disney Plus has a new series, series that started this week called Mayhem. And it's a Muppet series oh, yeah. about Electric Mayhem, Doctor Heath and Electric Mayhem, uh, and uh, they're still touring. And uh, some record, exec- record executive is trying to get them to record the out al- uh, the album that they were supposed to record in the seventies. Oh, interesting. Okay, so it was amusing. I just saw a clip of the from the Simon or Alvin and the Chipmunks cartoon. Oh yeah, the theme song from that. Do do. Yeah, immediate nostalgia. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is. I don't know what how old I was when this came out. Probably five or six or something. Oh yeah, I mean, it was it was out like way in the 80s. Yeah. So I follow a like 80s nostalgia. Actually, two of them. Mm-hmm. And every Saturday morning, they'll play like intros to Saturday morning cartoons. Mm. And a recent Saturday morning, they had the Alvin and the Chipmunks intro. And I, like I knew the whole thing where they're like with the baseball mitts and then they flip over the sign and then they're on like motorcycles and <laughs> yeah. like surfing in the bathtub and whole thing, whole thing. The I, E from Chipmunks breaks off and they fall. So they were the Alvin and the Chipmunks. They were children Chipmunks, child Chipmunks, right? Yeah. Wearing like like a nightshirt basically. Yeah. Why do they have to have girlfriends? All th- there was there were. Well, you don't want them to seem gay. Well, there were three girls the 80s. from Come this on. group, and the girls kind of matched the look of the d- the three boys. That's true. There was the nerdy one for the nerdy mm-hmm. one, and the stupid one for the stupid mm-hmm. one, and the diva for the diva. Yeah, the cool one for the cool one. Obviously, Alvin was the cool one. Did Dave have a how, chipmunk how... that he fucked? <laughs> <laughs> it looked just like him. How could he not? You know. Oh man, Dave. No, I think he went on to found Wendy's. If I remember, I think correctly. so. Yeah, yeah. And actually, the the his child with the chipmunk uh, became Wendy, who's the namesake of the restaurant. Yeah, that's where she got those teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Dave always talked about Wendy, but you never saw Wendy in any of the commercials. Never. Well, she was in the front of the all the restaurants on the that's sign her picture. Yeah. 
I like that all the Windies also had like the, you know, the little solarium, basically. Yeah, the sunrooms were big yeah. back in the day. Yeah. There was a thing I was uh, reading about how like fast food is all just bullshit architecture now, where before there was clear like style, like the Windies had like the tin kind of thing. And then McDonald's had like the thatch roof or the, what was it called? The the mansard roof. Oh, yeah. And then Burger King eyes. just looked like a piece of shit because it was. <laughs> Uh, and now everything just looks the same. It's like a square with like some colors, and you can't really tell the difference between. You them. You could move a McDonald's out and toss a Chipotle in there, and no, no one problem. would ever know within a day and a half. I think. And they were talking about how it's just a tragedy and awful and terrible. And uh, I agree. I think we should have the the old style. I don't like the box. Yeah, it all looks the same. Everything's worse now than it used to be. Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> it's, I'm fine with it. Tell me, tell me, the architecture of fast food restaurants is better now. It's not. Better okay. now. Case closed then. It's not better. It's just Case still closed. shitty food that's now it's I'm not talking expensive. about the food. I'm not talking about I'm just talking about the architecture of it. Okay. It's then you're right. It's the, a shitty square box. They're not different anymore. You're no right. No differentiation. Yeah. Except the food. Burger King's a piece of shit. So uh how was my week? I <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm about to tell a story Go about ahead, my do week. It. How so was that, week? that's why I did it. Um so we went out to Rhode Island. Mm. For my, uh, not actually related, but I use the word niece because it's the closest, yeah, like relationship kind of situation. So my niece graduated college in a year early. Okay, college. Yes. Okay. And very proud of her. She's great. Mm-hmm. And her graduation was this week, or this weekend. So we drove out, took a day off work so I could get out there. We drove all the way out because the airline tickets were ridiculous. Uh, like, if I were going for a week. I would have paid for it. Yeah. But for a weekend. This is to Rhode Island International to, Airport. To, well, to Boston. Because oh. Rhode Island's like, I mean, everything's close together out there. Yeah. Um, if I were going for a week, I wouldn't necessarily object. But because I was only going for like two days, I was just like, I can't justify spending like $2,000. Yeah. When if I drive, it's going to cost me $200. When did you, when were you looking at prices for these tickets? I mean, I've been eyeing them for quite some time. Yeah. So, you know, it was pretty stable on the price front. So I don't know if this is why, but both the Boston Bruins hockey team and the Boston Celtics base, a basketball team were in the playoffs. Oh, were they? Well, the prices were, they were. like I said, <laughs> the prices were reasonable in terms yeah. of like, like I said, if I were going for a week, you know, $300 a ticket. I'm like, all right, that's, yeah, that's okay. But I said that because I wonder if that was driving the ticket prices up. I feel like that was, that's kind of the standard price. Oh, is it? 250, to, to 300 Boston? to oh. Boston. Yeah. It's, I mean, the problem is that we live near Detroit. Nobody vacations in Detroit. Nobody. It's, so it's like, you're, if you're coming here, it's for business. Right. So they're going to keep the prices fucking high because no one's coming here for fun. Uh, Your company will pay for it. Yeah. So they're like, fuck you. You live somewhere better. Um, so I was like, no, I'm not going to pay $2,000 for three tickets and then a rental car and then, you know, all that shit. When I can just drive out there, it'll suck because it's 10, 11, 12 hour drive. Um, but it'll be fine. And it was like, that was fine. But the reason I bring this up, because I was talking about fast food, was uh, the, the Ohio Turnpike is a piece of shit. Really? They uh, they charge you like $50 to drive on it, and every rest stop is a goddamn fucking Burger King. 
<laughs> and I fucking hate Burger King. But don't they have a bunch of restaurants that no, rest on? It's fucking Burger King and some weird greens place you've never heard of that probably has E. coli salad. That's all it is. There's nothing else. They even got rid of the fucking Starbucks. There's no Starbucks in the menu anymore really? either. It's like moose knuckle coffee or something. It's like <laughs> fucking bullshit. So Ohio sucks. Uh, Pennsylvania, we didn't go through the turnpike. We know Ohio sucks, by the yeah. way. You don't need to say it. The it's turnpike implied. sucks. Yeah. Um, but coming back, we went across Massachusetts and New York State, the mm. New York Thruway. Mm. And now New York, they do variety. Yeah. It's not every restaurant. So the first one we saw was fucking Burger King. Fuck okay. that. Bullshit. Uh, then there was one with a McDonald's. Okay. Uh, and then there was one with a Hardee's or something like that. Mm. Uh, but we ended up stopping at the one that had a Shake Shack. Oh. So they like I they had a great variety. It was yeah. nice. But also, fuck off Shake Shack. $50 for three people? Oh, it's so expensive. So it's fucking stupid. expensive. Yeah. And and my daughter didn't even get a meal. She just got a shake and a fry. Yeah. Six dollars for one of those little trays of fries. Oh yeah. They're fucking crinkle fries. They're good. Not I can buy a bag good. of crinkle fries for three dollars. No, they won't be as good. Fuck off. No, they will be as good. They were they're shit. I don't like their fries. Really? I honestly okay. don't. Okay. Um But but I do love their milkshakes. Did you go to a sheets while you were there? We did not go to a sheets. Okay. No, no. Uh we went to a went to a Domino's. Because yeah. so the thing about Rhode Island is there's no like they're not big on chains in New England. Okay. So it's like just rando places. But they have their own chains there, right? Uh, a few where they've got a few locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the only chain that they love is a fucking Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, they're everywhere. Like they fucking love Dunkin' Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Like Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> That's because they're Dunkin' in the donut hole. Um, so they love that. That's the chain that they do love. Uh, but like restaurants, where are you gonna eat? Like we were hungry. We didn't know where to eat, so we were like, we'll get fucking Domino's because we know what we're going to get. We know what to expect. Yeah. Uh, and actually, it was a very good Domino's. Like, all the bread was nice and soft and yeah. fluffy and, like, well-made. And, like, when we got there, there were, like, eight people working at this Domino's, and oh. they were, like, hauling ass to try and get all... I was like, all right, you guys go. Good it's job. the only chain pizza restaurant. Everybody uh, works there. Apparently. I yucked when you said Domino's, but I actually like Domino's. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Domino's. Yeah. Like, it's okay, but... It's never, ever, ever my first choice. I used to love Domino's back in like the late 80s, early 90s. They mm-hmm. did the deep dish that they did. Mm. Uh, it would get the like crispy, crackly crust along the top. I fucking love that. That's yeah. so good. Now they don't do it anymore. The now Parmesan they do. bites are from the, Domino's are great. Those are very good. We we love those. Yeah. Um, their salads are pretty good too. Oh, Becky gets a, Becky gets a salad because she doesn't do pizza. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah. So we went out to Rhode Island. We watched my niece graduate. Oh my gosh. This is the smallest college I've ever WCC in Ann Arbor is a bigger college than this college. <laughs> really? Was. It was so fucking small. But it's not a community college. No, right? no, it's a it's private college. Oh. It, it also seemed to be a very religious college mm. because so we got out there early enough to visit or to go for her uh baccalaureate ceremony, which is the day before graduation. Yeah. And the baccalaureate ceremony basically was the Catholic priest gave a message slash prayer. The Protestant priest gave a message slash prayer. The the Muslim Iman gave up and gave a speech mm-hmm. and a thing. And then my niece, they, they couldn't get the Jewish rabbi out there. So they prepared a thing and she read it for the Jewish community. Oh, cool. So that was really cool. The rabbi was too busy kicking the trids, right? Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. Um, and so uh, 
So we got to do that. But it's just such the tiniest fucking little college I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Did the did like an atheist get up and like do his science experiments at the end? I definitely not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, actually the, the, uh, Muslim speaker had a great speech. Hmm. Like his was probably the best one. Um, so we did that. And then the next day they did the, the graduation ceremony in a town nearby. Um, because, so here's the thing, we're driving through Connecticut and we're getting close to Massachusetts. We get into Massachusetts, but they have us get off the highway and we're going all these fucking back roads back in the middle of nowhere. Lots of Trump signs, which is a little, yeah, in New England, yeah. lots of Trump signs. The 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 GPS is like you will arrive in like point four miles. I'm like, there's no fucking way we're arriving at a college in four miles. There's a fucking field with fucking goats. There's no college. <laughs> there's fucking goats. This is not a college area. This is a fucking goat area. And then we go over this hill, and there's like eight buildings. And those goats were named Vagina. <laughs> Also, their their mascot is a bison. Oh. In fucking Massachusetts. <laughs> there were no other animals left. Like it should be like Scrot or something. All the like, pheasants were were taken, the seagulls were taken. I I mean, I imagine originally it may have been something maybe Native American. Oh. That would be my guess. I don't know. I've never done any research into it. I could be completely wrong, but it's Massachusetts. I'm sure it was something like, you know inappropriate and they're like well we're gonna switch it to a bison (laughs) um but it was a nice college campus uh it was a great ceremony uh we got out there got back and 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 we did it drove 1800 miles in a matter of like four days that's a lot your child is a road warrior she she? is fantastic on the road yeah like she definitely was tired and bored but like she held it together and she's like even there was even one point she's like "I, i think i need to use the bathroom soon and we're like, well, how soon? She's like, well, pretty soon. And we're like, why didn't she tell us before? And she's like, well, I was just hoping to wait until we had to stop so that, like, we didn't have to stop so much. And I was like, okay, first of all, amazing. Yeah. Second of all, if you need to go, just let us know. We're happy to stop. Right. But, like, she was, like, thinking that she's like, no, we need to stop and do everything we need to at once so we can keep going. And I'm like, you are a perfect road tripper. Great. It's fantastic. Uh, so we did that uh, teacher appreciation week this week also. Oh, so is it? Oh, fine. yeah. Yeah, you, you always know it's a shitty job when they have to do appreciation week. It's uh, true. No, <laughs> uh, give you a pizza party. They, we did actually. So we got actually. So my my, I will say about the company I work for, they do really well on teacher appreciation week. Mm-hmm. Like every year, they do lots of stuff for us. Every single day, they come by with a cart full of some sort of treats. Sure. So like, the first day we got like a p- pack of gum and it had some <laughs> note about like you're always doing extra. Thank you for all the extra stuff you do. And it was extra gum. And then we got like a bag of chips. And then the next day we got another bag of chips or a candy bar. But then they've gotten us some sort of meal. every. So the first day, Monday, they got this person to come out with like a hibachi grill outside. And they did hibachi for us. Wow. And then the second day they got us Jets pizza. So not even like a shitty local pizza that was like, no, you, we'll get you Jets. It's an actual pizza place. We got a chain over here. Yeah. Uh, and then Wednesday, they got us breakfast, breakfast from Coney Island. Very nice. And then today was the weird one. It was like an Italian one. And so I go in and they have like a big tray of like bread. It was like focaccia, but it tasted kind of like the breadsticks from Pizza Hut. <laughs> so I got one of those and I'm looking. And so there's like a big pan of like 
uh, penne in some sort of red sauce kind of thing. And I was like, all right, I don't, yeah. I don't want that. And then there was an empty tray of like something that was in a cream sauce. Uh, but then there was a big like catering tray of like peas. <laughs> but there was something in with the peas. I don't know. Mushrooms maybe? They were brown. Uh-huh. And I was like, the fuck is that? And I was like, well, I'm not eating that. That seems weird. And then there was like this tray of like weird vegetables, like chunks of onion and peppers. I was like, how is this fucking Italian? Are you supposed to be like building like a a meal with like you put the you mix cream it in sauce with your and the, the pasta and then you mix the peas in? I don't know, maybe. I wow. I just took the bread and I left and you know because I never know what you know what the situation is going to be because it's out you know toward taylor dearborn detroit like that area so like half the time we get these very weird local places that are yeah. like what is this should like, have gotten you some falafel fucking falafel's thing. great out that would have been fantastic yeah like love a good falafel. would have been great um and then tomorrow we're getting something i don't know what but falafel. we'll see <laughs> i hope that'd be i would love it mm. uh, so so that's been good and uh the year's winding down and it is. How many days of school do you have left? Uh, You're not counting down? I So I have a countdown on my board for my students because oh. I, it says you have blank days to get your life together, basically. <laughs> what are you? It says, what are you doing to succeed? Yeah. Something like that. You have 20, 20, I don't know, four days, I think it is. You have 24 day, four days left in the semester. What are you doing to ensure you succeed? And then under it is the list of all the missing tests. Oh. It's eight pages long. Wow. Most of my students are failing. That's a lot. So I'm trying to get them to pass. Yeah. We'll see what we can do. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. I okay. guess that's I guess that's my I also went to a doctor. Oh. First time in Wow. First time since my daughter was born. She's eight. Wow. Was there falafel? There was no falafel. None, none at all. But but I just got my blood test results in the mail because they did, you know, like, oh, well, you've never done this kind of they test. They mailed them to you? Uh, Yeah, they did. Oh. I mean, it's in my patient portal as well. But, oh, okay. but it came with like a letter where she talked about what she thought of what she saw in the test and then mm. like a guide for. So my my blood pressure was a, little, a bit high. Mm-hmm. But also she's like, how are you feeling? I'm like, I'm feeling very nervous to be in here for some reason. And she's like, mm, this is probably why it's high. I don't think it's really this high because this is really high. Did they come back and tested it the second time? They didn't. So she's actually put a referral in for me to get a test. She's like, look, when you're out shopping and you're at like Meyer, mm-hmm. you can go to the pharmacy and they'll do your blood test there because you're probably not going to be stressed out because you're at a Meyer. And I'm like, first of all, I'm at a Meyer. <laughs> so you're wrong she's like but i'm sure it'll be lower than what it is now and then it'll send it right to me oh at, at you know my office and i was like oh, okay cool so she gave me a referral to go to meyer and get my uh, second one but yeah so she sent me the results and you know she's like yeah this looks pretty good like you know you're great on this and you're great on that and you're a little high in this but i'm not super worried about it uh here's a packet on like some diet things you could change that probably would you know bring your cholesterol down a point or two sure. points or whatever it's at. And I'm like, okay, cool. Whole grains, fruits and vegetables. That's basically what it was. But it's yeah. like very detailed. It, protein. it is way more than whatever doctor that we used to go to uh, did. Oh, yeah. I can't wait she for her to, novel to she come just, out. Yeah, she just send me the like <laughs> test results and it have a circle on it. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Is that good? Is that bad? I don't You're fucking, fucking know. You're fucking up. You're yeah. fucking up your body. Yeah. 
She saved. Well, she was saving it for the book release. So yeah. <laughs> I, I had to buy the book to find out what I should do. Right. It's at the house. end. It's at the in the yeah. credits at the end. Yeah. It's, it's a post credit scene. Yes. And Jason should eat whole grains, fruits and vegetables yeah. and uh, lean proteins. Yeah. Less salt. Yeah. Well, always. There was a whole page on like what you can do instead of adding salt to add flavor. It was like spices, <laughs> garlic, herbs. And I was like, cool. This <laughs> doctors for white people. What what can you do to add flavor? Uh, well, don't boil your chicken. Yeah, she, I talked to her. So like, I get some pretty rough heartburn lately. Mm, yeah, and she's like, "Well, do you notice anything that you're eating?" That I was like, "Well, yeah, every time I drink a soda." And she's like, "Well, it's carbonated, so that'll do it." And I was like, "Yeah, and I don't do that often, so I'm not too worried about that." And I was like, "Tomatoes." She's like, "Oh, yep, very acidy." And then she was like, "Well, you know, you, we." Price try and identify things like you know stuff like you know tomatoes definitely garlic and i was like oh fuck me i eat garlic and fucking everything you tell me i can't have fucking garlic you can still have it you just have to suffer for it so that's yeah. life over 40 i understand so she 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 told me to do some of the over-the-counter like acid meds or whatever she's like i want you to do that for like eight weeks and i was like all right fine because oh, okay. i tried it for you know they have you do it for 14 days or something and then it's supposed to help and I was like when I was on it was fantastic like yeah. it was great and then the week after I stopped like it was mostly good but then once or twice I had to take some Tums and then the week after that it was more often and now it's like every night and she's like well the good news is that it worked really well The what that means is you probably just had to take it longer so she's like so take it longer and we'll see how it goes after so that take it longer and then you eventually can stop taking it yeah so she's like do it for 8 weeks instead okay. of the 14 days uh, so I'm going to have you do it for eight weeks so that it like, she's like, it needed more time to do what it needs to do. Mm -hmm. And she's like, so it, we'll try that and we'll see what happens. And we'll also work on, you know, diet if we need to. And so she's great. I liked it. It was I'm, good. I'm fine with doctors and science as they are. They just know what they know. Mm -hmm. But up until recent, well, maybe a few years ago, they thought that ulcers were caused by stress. And they would tell people, if you've got an ulcer you got to cut down your stress. you got to relax and meditate and mm -hmm. quit that stressful job. And then it turns out ulcers were not caused by stress at all. It was a bacteria that was easy. Easy antibiotics would kill this bacteria. Interesting. And here's, it, here's, here's the funniest thing. Up until you just told me that, I thought it was stress. Well, yeah. And they don't – nobody really said anything. I guess I didn't – I don't watch the news. So yeah, I guess it was they probably said on like, Channel you know, 7 News, you know. Yeah. But uh, – Is think. stress really causing your ulcers? Tune yeah. in tonight at 11. But are they going to be like, actually, it wasn't salt causing your high blood pressure. It was, you know. Melon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch out for those fucking cantaloupes. Watch out for those lopes. So how was your week? Well, it's been a couple of weeks. It has. We We've were out for two weeks. Two episodes in like the last four weeks, six weeks, something. Yeah, it's uh, we've had just, uh, I mean, so last week was because I had to leave. Sure. And so we couldn't work it out. And yeah. you had left the day before us. So. Yeah. Well, it's Sorry, just, I'm stealing your um, thunder there. It's okay. Life's pretty good. I am. Uh, I went to Virginia, Ooh, technically. My country. Uh, but it was Alexandria. Well, so I, it was I'm like D.C. A little north of that is yeah. where I'm from. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, it was my good. first kind of like trip out of the state, other than to like Cedar Point, uh -huh. uh, was to Alexandria. My uncle lived there oh and nice. my grandma and my aunt we drove down and visited him on spring break once it's crazy there it's crazy everything is so expensive and like you see what used to be like the bad part of town is just like not 
it's so expensive now. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, so we went there and with my child and we had, she and I had been there before and we had mm-hmm. a great time before and we still had a good time this time, but it wasn't as good. Like either, uh-huh. either she wasn't as road adventurous as she was the first time we went or, or something happened in, I don't know. Anyway, we had a, we had a fine time. One of the mm-hmm. days we were also tired. We just stayed in our friend's apartment, Dave, friend of the show, um, and his fiance. And we just stayed in their apartment for the whole day. And uh, I asked, we were going to go to Wegmans because they built a Wegmans walking distance to their apartment. And asked my child if she wanted to go. And she's like, mm, I'll just stay here. Like, You've been inside all day. Are you sure? And the, her, their guest room is actually not a second bedroom. It's uh, like a den slash mm-hmm. office. It has no windows. So she hadn't seen daylight, I don't think, all day. Hmm. I was like, are you sure? You should just come with us. She's like, no, nope, I'll stay here. It's fine. She stayed by herself. She stayed by herself in this Ooh. apartment. Yeah, and it's like a high rise. There's like security and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not saying I'm not implying that she was in any danger whatsoever. No, that's. Not I was what just I meant. thinking. I was just thinking like the first time I was allowed to stay home by myself. I uh-huh. was probably like fifth grade. Yeah, yeah. So this is. Um, I I was more not worried about. I wasn't worried about my parenting. At that point, I'm worried about it all other times. Um, but it was uh, more that she gets scared when she's by herself. Yeah. But she knew she was very like secure in this building. Yeah. It's so high up or whatever. So anyway, so she didn't go. And then the internet went out <laughs> while we were gone. <laughs> oh, no. And then she's, she didn't really get why Messenger wasn't working. Because YouTube stopped working. And that's when she started freaking out. So she tried messaging me. And she couldn't message me. So we were gone maybe for 25 minutes. It was really busy. And by the time I got back, like she was crying and like kind of panicking. She didn't leave the apartment, thankfully, but she's like didn't know what to do. Why would you answer me? Oh my gosh, I was so worried. Well, I was I told you we'd be back in like half an hour. Anyway, uh, so just had to work through it. Just had to work through it. Yeah, it's fine. Um, what else was there? Oh, we went to the Air and Space Museum, mm. which they've redone it recently. It was pretty oh. cool. Saw. Um, the spacesuit that um, Neil Armstrong was on in on the moon with. Nice, nice. It was. Oh, they finally had the Enterprise, the original Enterprise on display. The um, the the model, the model that they used oh, in the original show. That's very cool. Right at the front, and at the beginning of the hour, I didn't see it. At the beginning of the hour, for five minutes, they turn all the lights on, but I didn't see it. That's very cool. But it was really neat to see that. Now I want to go. I want to see it. That's last a- time I was there, I saw it, but they were like working on it. Because uh-huh. there was like this um, this window you could look through down in this big ass warehouse. They had it kind of set up. Mm-hmm. And it was all kind of taken apart because they were restoring it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's just it's just there. It's very cool. It's pretty neat. I love the air, way up close. the air and space museum. was great. It was neat. It's- it was so fucking busy. And I That's knew the problem it was going to be it. busy. It's always, it's the most, I think it's the most popular of the Smithsonian museums. Yeah. Well, they also had two wings that were still under construction. Oh, so all the people worse. that were there were concentrated. Yeah. I didn't have a good time because it was so busy. Uh, my child didn't have a good time because it was so busy. It's so only stayed there for like maybe 45 minutes or something. But it was fine because admission is free. Yeah. And uh, so I act like I'm complaining. You got your money's worth. We had a great time. <laughs> we did. Um the highlight of the trip, however, and the reason I went originally was because uh, KT Tunstall was performing at the Birchmere in Alexandria. KT Tunstall sings like Black Horse in the Cherry Tree and Suddenly I See. You would know it if you heard it. She actually made a joke during the show. She was uh, she was touring with, um, I don't know, some famous whatever, and she opened for him. 
some like I don't know the Grateful Dead or some bullshit. I, don't know. <laughs> I think they're all dead now, but anyway, she and they're singing. grateful for it too. Yeah, they're so grateful for it, and she starts singing this song, and she'd look out in the audience, and she'd see these moments of, wait, that's her? She sings this? Oh, I love this song, because <laughs> she's not uh, super recognizable. Anyway, um, the Birchmere, which is this, it's supposed to be this historic music venue whatever. the historic birch it's been there since like it's yeah literally it's been like 19 since 1966 we got there so the doors opened at uh six for a 7 30 show which was super early mm-hmm. but we got there at 6 30 we walk in there's no line to get in there's somebody taking tickets we go in and this whole venue is more like a dining hall oh than a music venue so there are all these tables, these long tables set up, and with a bunch of chairs all around them, like plastic tablecloths. I'm picturing a ponderosa with a stage. Yeah, but more like Moose Lodge-like. Oh, okay. Ooh, and it dear. was kind of dark in there and uh-huh. dank, but they were like, you know, they had like the string lights, whatever, hung up. And uh, people were eating like pot roast and shit. All the ceiling tiles are very yellow. Very yellow. Years of smoke. And I'm pretty sure... Most of the people that were there were there for dinner, and they just happened to have a concert. <laughs> it was general admission. So when we got in, and this is way out of my comfort zone, we got in, and I said, let's just take a little walk and see like if there are empty seats up here. Because you, know, you can sit up front. You should sit closer, yeah. right? At the very front table, there were these two Generals. chairs. Huh? Generals. Generals. General seating. It was... Oh, it's Norman Schwarzkopf, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the Schwarzkopf table. Oh, okay. So the very front table, there were these two seats that looked like they had they had they were taken. But I was like, uh, hey, excuse, hi, excuse me. Are these two seats taken? And they're like, oh, no, come on in, sit down. Because the majority of these people were like 150 years old. They were so, well, probably in their 60s. But still, they were they, so they've old. Been, they've been coming there since they built it. Exactly, yeah. Just for dinner. And there just happened to be a show that Saturday night. So we sat at the very front table in the center. And uh, the opener, Martin Sexton is his name. I l- tried to listen to some of his music on Spotify. I didn't like it. Like I, It's not like, uh, I can take or leave it. I act- actively didn't like it. It's like, I can't listen to this. So He's much better at finding you know, navigation. He, he comes on stage and he's incredible. Absolutely oh. incredible. He's a nice so surprise. Good life. Yeah, a very good surprise. So I was thinking, we'll deal with it, whatever. We'll <laughs> carry on. Yeah. And the the volume was an acceptable level. Oh. It was so nice. It wasn't too loud while you were eating your pot roast? No, I didn't get pot roast. Oh, oh, here's sorry, the your thing. Salisbury steak? <laughs> here's the thing. So the server came around, mm-hmm. and she's like, what can I get you, honey? And we thought they only had, like, beer and White Claw, and... I again out of my comfort zone. I asked, "Oh, you guys just have beer? Do you have any uh, like a full bar?" She goes, "Oh, we have a full bar." I'm like, "Oh shit, okay. This is weird that it's out of my comfort zone. I know it's just a question. I have problems." So I said, "Oh, can I get uh, vodka and soda, please?" And she said, "Sure." And I thought because the show was about to start, I thought we were not going to see her again ever because we'd sat there for like 15 minutes before she came. So I was like, "Actually, can you make that a double?" She goes, "Sure." So. She leaves. She comes back pretty soon with these vodka sodas that are bigger than this Whoa. glass. This is a probably a full a, size tumbler. This is probably a sixteen ounce, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would guess this is a twenty four ounce glass. Oh cup. dear! It was a plastic cup with a straw in it. Was it shaped like a boot? <laughs> no. 
It was it was like it had that like diamond pattern on the outside. Like okay, classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't the red ones, but it was close mm-hmm. enough. And it was mostly vodka. <laughs> they pour them heavy there, right? They poured them heavy, yeah. And then she came back, and she's like, "Do you want another one?" I was like, "It's feeling great." Well, yeah, sure. Because she came back like kind of in like right between one of the songs that he was doing, and then after his set. Um, it was great. He started singing America the Beautiful, and I was like, yeah. So I left. I went to the bathroom, and I came back. There was another one there because my friend had ordered another one. So I was like, okay, this is fine. <laughs> we get – so first of all, also KT Tonstall was absolutely flawless and incredible in concert. She uses a loop pedal. Okay, yeah, yeah. When she plays the guitar, she'll, like, tap out a little beat and, uh, and like, play along to the beat or whatever she does. Um, and then uh, I didn't realize how emotionally connected I were to these songs because she's been, I mean, um, Black Horse and the Cherry Tree came out in like, oh, oh, three or something. Oh, two or three. Oh, four. OK. So, oh, yeah, it's on the same. OK. So, oh, four. So a long, long time I've been listening to this person. 20 years almost. Yeah. And uh, she's always been one of my like go to artists. Anyway, I was crying to the concert. And uh, in the front row, in the front row, yeah. I'm sure she saw me, it was so embarrassing. Like, look at this old man crying. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Why don't you cry into your bald spot, old man? <laughs> so, also, I was a few vodkas in, vodka sodas in, right? It was very good. So, um, the concert ends, the server brings the bill, and it's $154. And I expected them to be a little expensive, right? Because it's the concert venue, whatever. So I look at the a thing, and it has... So my friend had three, and I had three. And then so there were six vodkas on the bill, and then there were six more vodkas on the bill. And the vodka says vodka double, vodka double, six of those. So it was already double. So I was like, hey, I don't normally do this. And if it's right, just tell me. But is I just want to make sure this is correct. So there's six drinks on here, but then there are six more vodkas on there. Is that right? And she's like, yeah, because you ordered the double. I'm like, okay, but this says vodka double. She goes, oh, all of our drinks are doubles. So when you order a double, we double that. So you ordered a quadruple. Yes. Oh, man. I'm pretty no sure. No wonder you're crying. I drank 12 shots of vodka within like three hours. <laughs> were you able to walk? No wonder. I was I was fine. Yeah. I I Maybe there wasn't. Maybe it wasn't as Maybe hard they as you were thought. Pouring them light or something, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lighter than I thought. Anyway, uh, it was fantastic. Great show. Um, but and, you didn't uh, eat anything. Highly recommend it. We did have a, a French bistro before that, oh, where okay. I had lamb, a uh, lamb three way. <laughs> <laughs> Those lambs are sluts. It was, <laughs> it was a dish called lambs, lamb three ways. It was the lamb chops and then something else and then the lamb sausage or something. Mm-hmm. Probably two sausages. Oh, yeah, sure. It was a three-way. It depends on what kind of lamb three-way you got. And then we got the back worst to part was Shelly Lewis and spent $70 on Taco Bell, which was the best food of the night. <laughs> Fantastic. Great show. I was so happy. That's was, great. I liked it so much. I went on the uh, – there's this setlist.fm site that records everybody's set lists. Mm-hmm. And I made a playlist based on the set list for both of them. Oh, for cool. Martin Sexton and then Katie Tunstall. It was incredible. Well, that sounds like a good trip. It was great. And uh, more shit happened to me. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forget. I forget anything else. I mean, it's been two weeks. So, I mean, we're, we're middle age. We can't remember that far back. What I do last weekend? I don't know. Probably not shit. So that's cool. Indeed. Yeah. 
Well, well, if you haven't ever done shit, you can uh, tell us at thehourpod at gmail.com. Or you can like us on facebook.com slash thehourpod. Or maybe the uh, Elon stepping down from Twitter. We'll oh, get is the Twitter he? back. Is he really? Well, he's going to be the chief technology officer. He's hiring a new CEO. But the problem is he owns it. So I can't let it make money because fuck him. Does he own it? Because it's a corporation. I thought he was the No, CEO. he bought it for $44 million, billion. <laughs> okay, Joe Biden. Sorry. $44 million, billion, million. Sorry, I said million because a million is a lot. And then I was like, nope, it's not that. <laughs> it's $44 billion because yeah. he's a fucking asshole. Okay, Dr. Evil. He could have spent that money for... So many better things than buying fucking Twitter. Well, and then, so when Twitter. And then they've lost like 90% of their yeah, ad revenue. Twitter <laughs> lost value. Where did that go? Where did that value go? It just did. Our whole economy just anymore. lost $45 billion of yep. whatever. Oh. Because it's not worth it anymore. Fucking asshole. Yeah. He's the worst. Yeah. Well, I have an update or an update adjacent story, maybe. Okay. So in episode 227, Yo Quiero Somewhere Else. Uh, we did our latest update about the movement to count fetuses as individuals. Okay. Uh, and in this case, it was a woman who wanted to uh, use the HOV lane, and so she wanted to count her, her fetus as a passenger. Okay, yeah. Well, in a related story, a Missouri agency has tried to classify a fetus as an employee. Oh. Uh, when a woman and her unborn son were killed in the course of Missouri Department of Transportation job, her family sued for wrongful death. Okay. The department then said they were shielded from liability because the fetus wasn't an employee. Oh. What was this fetus's wage? Uh, well, the compensa- uh, workers' compensation laws in Missouri and elsewhere shield employers from wrongful death lawsuits when an employee dies on the job. So the case was also filed. So the case was filed on behalf of the fetus uh, because they're like, well, obviously the fetus was... Uh, uh, not an employee. Okay, and so they sued for wrongful death of the fetus, but not the mother. Because they couldn't for the mother because she's an she was working. She was an employee. Okay. Uh, and the reason they're able to do this is because Missouri law defines life as beginning at conception. <laughs> the light bulb that went off over this lawyer's head. <laughs> Bing! When he came up with this. Holy crap. Uh, in turn, lawyers representing the state argued that since Jack's, or Jack, with two X's, was considered a person, his case should be dismissed because under workers' compensation laws, he met the definition of employee. This is so stupid. And so clearly why saying that this starts at conception is nonsense. I'm guessing this is going to get thrown out simply because the company probably has a rule that says you're not allowed to have passengers in the car with you when you're on duty. And if you do, that negates all the lawsuits or whatever. I don't think she was in a car. I think she was struck by a car. Oh. So, uh, well, Missouri is among 10 states, at least. But you know what I'm saying? You're not allowed to have your kid at work with you, and then they're going to just dismiss it because of that from some stupid corporate I feel like that's the only way they can get by, because if they say, well, he's an employee, then everyone's going to say that's nonsense. If they say he's not an employee, Mm -hmm. they'd have to say that he wasn't alive and that would negate their whole idea so yeah i yeah. just said it's some stupid corporate law i'm reading now i understand it's a government job and laws don't anyway well i mean it would apply to a company too sure uh it just happened to be it was a an agency sure uh so intern lawyers representing the state argue that since jack uh no i said that part uh so missouri is among t- at least 10 states where personhood language is so broad it could be interpreted to apply to all civil and criminal laws so Good job, idiots. 
this has prompted consideration in the uh, the uh, Missouri legislature for Jack's Law, which would ban fetuses being counted as employees for civil action. Oh, already. I mean, the thing is, when they start passing the laws to allow fetuses to work in meatpacking plants. <laughs> I get rid of those child labor laws. But according to Republicans, uh, the Planned Parenthood is a fetus meat packing plant. <laughs> well, I think some meat was being packed that created that fetus. <laughs> no, oh, that's the thing. Like these stupid. I was listening to NPR on the way home the other day, and they were talking about these like efforts to get rid of child labor laws. And it's just so disgusting. And they're like, oh, well, the parent should decide whether they want their kid to work in a fucking factory at 2 a.m. No. Ridiculous. Uh, oh, it's The reason why we have any law, the reason why we have any law is because somebody was fucking up because they made a terrible decision for themselves or others, and we had to make a law against it. Yeah. And some Republican actually was like, well, I mean, you know, these kids are going to fail at school anyway, so we might as well let them get a job and help their families out. And like the whole point of this law is so that that doesn't happen right. so that they can get an education and they can do something and they're not limited because they only can afford to go work in the factory. And they would say to the politician, they'd say, would you let your nine year old work in a factory? And they'd say, oh, I made the choice as a person. They should have thought that before they became poor. <laughs> I hate them so much. Same. Yeah, so, so yeah, that's the uh, related updated story. Um, so great. Oh, and then before we move on, uh-huh. my dog Callie. Oh yeah, the one I have left. Mm-hmm. She was at a dog sitter uh-huh. um, family, and she fucking bitch got out. Oh, she got out and ran away, and she was away dog for on the hours, lamb. and she crossed a very busy road. Hmm. And they they found her because like one of their neighbors fed her ham. <laughs> and then I I like, brought her like deli slices or I like just think a, so or maybe just they a had chunk a, of ham with they had she, a like, honey baked. She put her whole like the whole thing and just pulled out the bone. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, and then I brought her back to my apartment and or my house. I mean, and she diarrheaed on the floor. At oh, night. it was all the ham that, that night. It must have been all the ham. And then she was doing that thing where she was diarrheing and scooting. Oh so no, were, like brown smearing streaks, it in like all over my car, like oh, five man. or six different streaks. Um, I cleaned them, but it didn't get the stain off. Mm. So I don't know what I'm gonna do. Clean them again, I guess. I think I need to get like one of the professional. I'm not paying somebody, but like a rug doctor or whatever. From the I mean, we store. paid someone and it was very reasonable. They did the yeah. whole house. Yeah. It was not that expensive. Did they move your furniture for you and put it back? They didn't move the furniture. Oh, but they... wow. <laughs> Okay. That's that's the hardest part is moving the furniture. <laughs> I could shampoo a rug. Well, they, you don't get the same suction. <laughs> Speaking of suction. <laughs> okay. Italy's industry minister, Adolfo Urso. Sucks. Yeah. Oh, no. Called on Thursday for a crisis meeting over prices for pasta. Oh, no. The country's favorite staple after they jumped by more than double the national inflation rate. Mamma mia. That sucks. That was the uh, that was the lead in. Uh, the ministry said that the cost of spaghetti and other pasta products rose on a year by year average by 17.5% in March, despite a drop in wheat prices. Well, this sounds like big pasta. <laughs> you know, Chef Boyardee has you over a barrel. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's 
he's raising his prices, but it's not matching inflation. Yeah, so the, some shenanigans are happening. The Barilla family is just really making making a lot of money. I with think this. they're pieces of shit about it, like just in general. Yeah, probably. I can't remember. There's like two. There's Barilla and Bertoli. Bertoli. And I think one of them is very like anti-gay. I don't remember which I'm one. Sure. I don't know. They're, they're basically like the Chick-fil-A of pasta. Ugh, I had Chick-fil-A at the airport. Ugh, gross. Why? Clearly there were other places. It wasn't like you were on the Ohio Turnpike. My child had barely eaten all weekend. And you're going to let her eat bigotry? Yeah. I told her about it. <laughs> She's like, I don't care. She These really nuggets liked, are good. She really liked it. <laughs> but there was like, at, uh, at Reagan, there was like dumb places that they were just bad like not it was like bojangles and uh it was like these, zaxby's there were chains because i looked them up but they were not chains that i had ever heard of and my like child bojangles not... and jacks zaxby's. <laughs> zaxby's uh no i forget the names of them but they were garbage and there was like a like a bagel place and like jacksby's dumb... absolutely horrible all run by fetuses <laughs> Named Jax with two X. So the crisis talks will be chaired by a government-appointed watchdog on inflation and will mark the first meeting of a new committee to set up set up to monitor unusual price movements. I mean, that's great that dogs have been taught so well to serve on these committees. Oh, yeah. Like, Root. I mean, I, I never understood how they could see the coyote with all the little hair hanging on their face. <laughs> Except for when they would pull their own hair up and their eyes would be all bloodshot and angry. <laughs> I assume they're just drinking too much wine. Uh, Italian inflation rose by even more in April to 8.8% year-on-year, driven by a fresh spike in energy prices, National Statistic Agency ISTAT said. Hmm. I noticed I went grocery shopping, uh-huh. and the prices were a little bit lower than the last time I went grocery shopping. Oh, really? Because in, in the U.S., they fell in April. So that's nice. I, I didn't notice it. So. It's still $20 for the big pack of paper towels. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I will pay more to not have to pay $20 for the big bag. It's too much for all at once. All right. How much is the paper towels? I, How much it, is a big pack? A big pack is 20 is And it? the smaller packs are like 12 How many is in the big pack? I think like 20 I'm going to Costco this weekend so I can take a look. Oh, okay. See if it's cheaper. Because you had that issue with the paper plates. I, I did. You, I, st- uh, I still have not purchased paper plates. I, I sent you the picture from Costco. It was like $7 for like 8,000 plates or something ridiculous. I can, I can get them for you. It's not a problem. Some some country whose who's main give staple the... is paper plates should investigate why they're so high. Core inflation. Oh, <laughs> I mean, turn. I've had core inflation for years. Yeah, so. same, same. Uh, net of fresh food and energy was stable at 6.8% year on year. So it's just a weird pasta spike. I so I don't know why I didn't think about it this way. I just thought everybody in Italy makes their own pasta and nobody buys it anywhere from any store. So when we went, Bertoli was everywhere. Really? Yeah. Went into the restaurant or not the restaurant, the grocery store. So it really is in Italy and yeah. they buy it? We're in fucking Venice. Wow. Went to this weird little, like, you know, it was not a touristy area either. Yeah. So it wasn't like, you know, people staying in their condos. and they, Like, we went way out in the middle of nowhere of Venice and went into this little grocery market thing. And it's just Bertoli. Wow. All right. There you go. Is it like Mexico where they keep all the good tequila from the south? They yeah, all the good, good Bertoli's at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> they send out the sludge Bertoli to, yeah. to America. Yeah, it's extra, extra dry when we get it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we know you're going to overcook this anyway. Yeah, true. It's not al dente. It's not to the tooth. It's to the tongue. 
Al Lengua? I don't know what. I don't want. I don't care what Al likes. <laughs> I don't care what his teeth likes or his tongue likes. Al Dente. He's the owner of the the pasta conglomerate. Hey, there. this is Al Dente. Come on over down to uh, the Great and Pasta Restaurant. <laughs> You like lasagna? I got you a lasagna. We don't like that ricotta, though, so we put some uh, cottage cheese in there instead. Yeah, we just poured milk in it. We figured it was the same thing. Yeah. We did an Irish car bomb. Makes it curdle a little. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, well, speaking about al dente. Yes. Uh, on April 27th, mm. a set of images by community leader Nina Jokowitz. Yeah, not Quark. Appeared because he refused to be the community leader that Captain Cisco wanted him to be, Commander Cisco at the time. Uh, appeared on a private Facebook group for residents of Old Bridge, New Jersey. Hmm. Can you imagine if they had Facebook on Deep Space Nine? <laughs> Just all the ads for Quark's Bar. Look, we're gonna make a new wormhole, and the Cardassians are gonna pay for it. Okay, <laughs> actually, they did have extremists in that show, they did. Yeah, that'd be fun. Religious extremists, even. Yeah, what a, wor- what a world. Keep uh keep Bajor for Bajorans, they said. <laughs> Make Bajor great again. <laughs> Kyle so, Paca had a little red hat on. Ooh. <laughs> so the photos which were later posted to a public Facebook group called Old Bridge Parents 2.0. What happened to 1.0? Well, I'll bet there was infighting in 1.0. <laughs> so they had to have a shoot off. Had a Karen incident. Yeah. Depicts a, a bizarre instance of illegal dumping in Veterans Park. Oh man, poop? No, spaghetti. Oh. The mayor and his posse continue to ignore the sixth ward. No surprise when we see the dumping of construction and other garbage spewed in all of the neighborhood. Reads the public post by Jockonwitz. Jocknowitz. This week, there was a new type of dumping of excessive food. Pasta! Yeah, so I think we figured out Old Bridge Parents 1.0 likes the mayor. (laughs) 2.0 do not like the mayor. I think that's (laughs) very clear from that quote. The images show literal mounds of spaghetti, elbow macaroni, macaroni, and ziti strewn about the vegetation in the park. And it was just plain pasta. No sauce, no parmesan, no meatballs, nothing. So in Italy, pasta has gotten ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. In New Jersey, they're like, eh, just pour it out. We just, fuck it. We don't care. They made too much. <laughs> Someone was like cooking for like a family, you know, uh, you know, what do they call those? Family reunion. Mm-hmm. And they got the things wrong and they made 100 instead of 10. No. Added a zero onto everything. Like I that. assume they were there was for some little old lady who just wanted to go into a pool of pasta. Oh, oh, actually. What movie, yeah. What movie was that? I don't know. I but feel like it was Adam Sandler was involved. Was that the uh, the, the wedding singer? I don't remember. Because it was the little old rapper lady. Oh, yeah. That was the actress, but I don't know if. No, it was Patch Adams with Robin Williams, but it was the same actress from the rapper lady. Yeah, she played the old lady in everything back yeah. in the 90s. She's dead now, I assume. I, right? I, I assume. I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah. She was on an episode of Seinfeld, too. She played, uh, um, what's his name's mom? Anyhow. I don't know. What is his name? Um, Peterman. Jay Peterman. Oh. So, what was I going to say? Oh, but I would not discount this being some dumbass YouTuber or something or influencer. Like, Oh, yeah. Doing some gonna, sort of. We're going to build a 
pool full of spaghetti and swim in it. And then they didn't know what to do with it at the end. So they just dumped it in the park. Dumped it in the park. So it is estimated, while you're looking this up, it's estimated that more than 500 pounds of pasta was dumped near streams in the park. Near streams? Oh, no man. No way. Well, I mean, it's, it's going to get too... It's going to be too dente. Overdone. It's going to well, be... Well, the streams were the... They're having making like a fish sauce with it. Oh, okay. Uh, on April 28th, 2023, pictures of illegally dumped pasta started to circulate on several local Facebook groups. Himanshu Shah, business administrator for Old Bridgetown, said. Did you find the movie yet? No, I was reading the thing. Oh, you were? Oh, yeah. I, I was covering for you while you were searching. Oh, well, apologies. <laughs> There's a lot of scrolling involved here. I know it's been a while, and we, we maybe we lost our, our connection here. Uh, you know, we always had that good connection when we were recording things where I would... I would make up for your shortfalls and Well, I didn't want you to have to say like, you know, fifty million of the the, the, the uh, I don't know, lines. Lines isn't the word, yeah. right? And then you would interrupt my sentences and we work together. You know, we work very well together. So he there also she is. Oh, he also her no, name say is it. her name is Ellen Albertini Dow, and she died in twenty fifteen. At the age of 102. Really? 1913 to 2015. I mean, she was old in the 90s. She was old in the 90s. She was old in 2015 or whatever you just said. And on, She's known for, she was in The Wedding Crashers. Yep. The Wedding Singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, apparently Patch Adams. Wait, oh. where's her? There, 108 roles. Oh. I she was in The New Girl. Dalmatians. She did Family Guy. She was Aunt Helen. Okay. And elderly woman voice. Oh, nice. A lot of ants. Shameless. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in Without a Paddle. She was on American Dad. Cold Case. She was on Hannah Montana, apparently. I wonder how many times she died. Like, she was the old <laughs> grandma that had to die. She was in The Emperor's New School. Okay. As Ozma. Mm-hmm. Never, I, never I assume, saw this. Yeah, I never, I never saw that one. But. Yeah cartoon either my name is earl wedding crashers i said scrubs she was all over the place she was in eight crazy nights with uh what's his nuts adam sandler she was in will and grace she was in the deleted scenes of road trip with mm-hmm. uh was that green what was his name tom green tom green yeah his, his butt is on the swedish or something <laughs> yeah road trip just shoot me suddenly susan the nanny Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Are you going to stop me or am I just going to keep saying I just these? I was thinking you were going to stop eventually. No, I was just, you know, hoping that you're doing them. She's on Seinfeld. Oh, I mentioned that. So anyway, he she played, also claimed. She played Mama. He also claimed that the township didn't receive any calls or reports from residents and only found out about the pasta through the Facebook posts. Wait, she did an episode of Star Trek The Next Genera- Generation. Oh, yes. Her name I remember was this. Felisa. Yep, because they did the thing where they could read their minds and access their memories. And I remember her um, like being there in the background when Keiko was like, uh, well, she was being a bitch because uh, she couldn't help it. Um, but she was talking about like uh, reading a memory from Keiko. And then that guy was another another Troy Gets Violated episode. She was also, we were talking about this before the show, she was on an episode of Highway to Heaven. Oh, her nice. role? Lady. Lady. Did she die? No idea. No. We'll have to watch it. I mean, it was a highway to heaven. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or to hell? 
Not with Michael Landon's locks. No. Those only take you to heaven. Yeah. Uh, DPW? Uh, sorry. DPW visited the site and did in fact find what appeared to be 15 wheelbarrows, loads of illegally dumped pasta. So can you legally dump pasta? Because this is illegally dumped pasta. That implies that you could legally dump pasta as well. Yeah. Uh, along a creek in a residential neighborhood, Shaw said. 15 wheelbarrow loads. Americans will do anything to not use the metric system. (laughs) (laughs) So some neighbors believe that the pasta was likely dumped by a man, naturally, who was cleaning out his deceased mother's home. What the fuck? What? Uh, Incidentally. Cooked pasta? (laughs) Incidentally. She had all this cooked pasta just in her home and she died? Did it say it was cooked? Uh, Incidentally, his mother. I saw the pictures. It was cooked. Ellen Dow. (laughs) They called her Lady. <laughs> this woman had <laughs> 50 wheelbarrows full of cooked pasta in her home. She was actually using it as her bed. <laughs> it's just so, you know, like she can't sleep. You know, it's, it's hard on her back, but those pastas. You know she what? gets it to a, the right al dente. She can. Uh... Really cheesy, saucy pasta sounds like. <laughs> That's what she slept in every night. She was trying to, it was like the new water bed. <laughs> And now for our segment, where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the Hour Advice. All right. Jeff. Yes. Is anyone else afraid to go out in public anymore? USA. I've always been afraid. <laughs> uh, but the um, I think we're getting news now of more... Like the smaller mass shootings, just the tiny ones, just the ones that are committed in little small towns across America. They're just the the boutique shootings. Yes, the um, the bespoke shootings, so to speak. (laughs) Just very small, handmade. Uh, That's terrible to joke about. (laughs) But no, I think it's in the news now because it's it's happening. And and then there were a bunch of them where like people got shot for accidentally like going to somebody else's house or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I think it kind of came back. And, you know, school shootings, yeah. I always bring them back, too. But yeah. As I was coming home, I was listening to NPR, and they had a guy who was from Traverse City. And uh, he started some organization to try and combat school shootings. And I, I had a hard time listening to it. Yeah. It was just like, I was just like, I'm, I'm so done with this. Because they were talking about, like, you know, Uvalde and some of the others where I think something to do with uh, one of the things that, uh, stuck with him and I think it's part of his company's logo or whatever is shoes because in some of these school shootings the only way they could identify the kids was because of the shoes because mm. their bodies were so mangled and I'm just like driving home feeling mm-hmm. very upset by this because I'm like that's such fucking bullshit and I'm so mad when when they release videos of the like the the shootings or the you know the police video or whatever they uh, edit out the children screaming because that's that's too much for us. We can't hear the children screaming, but let's keep fucking guns. Um, anyway, on that note, Jason, what am I supposed to do when, at the age of 24, I realize I'm not gay? I don't know. Fuck a vagina, I guess. <laughs> Jeff! <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> at 24, this person realized they're not gay? Long story short, I was convinced that I was gay all throughout high school and college. However, over the past few years, I've started finding myself not only liking women sexually, but imagining myself living a more traditional straight life. 
So, Are you going so, to church? Are you in one of those conversion things? Yeah, but somebody told this guy, I think you're gay. He's like, you're probably right. And it's like gobbling dicks. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Look, those dicks aren't going to gobble themselves. <laughs> Should be a simple matter of starting to date women, right? Well, I've been openly gay so long, it would look really weird to my family and friends if I showed up with a girlfriend suddenly. What does it matter? Yeah, what does it, it matter? It's... You just, you know, go back in the or come go back in the closet? I don't know. Not come out of the closet. There was no closet. Yeah. Turns out you were in a walk-in closet that turns out was just another bedroom that someone converted into a closet, but it was never a closet. It was just a bedroom. So you're just going to convert it back to a bedroom. Okay, this is the thing. I'm going to sidetrack. Side note here. Side note? So my phone, Uh all iPhones, when they're running low on battery. Okay. They pop up. It's a pop-up that you can't ignore. It doesn't matter if you're in the middle of, uh, like, typing something. Whatever you're in. It says, ah, I'm running low of battery. Got to lock me in. And it interrupts everything. And I hate it so much. I hate it because I was just typing just now. It interrupted me, and I had to press the thing, and then I forgot what I was typing. There should just be – I should have the option to make it a little pop-up thing. Your battery's low on the top. And then I just swipe it away and everything's good. But I got to stop. But then your phone's going to die. It stops games. It stops YouTube videos. It stops everything you're doing. It's a pain in the ass. Oh, no. I'm just 10%. Raymond. <laughs> hey, Jeff. Yes. If American Chinese food is not an accurate representation of what people eat in China, why are American Chinese food restaurants almost always owned by Chinese families? Um, it's the American dream, first of all. Second of all, from what I understand from reading a Reddit post, these Chinese restaurants have, they want to be successful. So they have, um, like the Chinese, the typical Chinese food menu, but also they may have an actual Chinese food menu for people that are from China. And when people from China come in, they just give them that menu automatically. They got the gringo menu and then they, the home menu. Yeah, exactly. They want to make money. I mean, yeah. it's America. Right. And you make money off of, you know, right. General Tso's chicken. Yeah. Not too spicy. Not too spicy. White spicy. <laughs> Jason, uh-huh. my girlfriend didn't offer to pay for any of the first 10 dates, so I asked her to start contributing. She got very angry with me and told me my request makes her feel like I don't like her that much. Are her feelings valid or is she just trying to manipulate me? I mean, I feel like that's a false dichotomy there. Look, are her feelings valid? Well, yes. Is she trying to manipulate me? Well, I'm just getting you to pay isn't necessarily manipulating you. But also, I think it's a bullshitty kind of comment. Yeah. So I think, yeah. I mean, I mean but also, a... was it actually 10 dates? Or are you being, like, exaggerating? Right. I think that when you're dating, there should be equal financial contribution yeah. to the date. I also think that if you choose the venue to go, then you should pay for that venue. That's you should fair. pay. And then then your other person pays the next time. So then yeah. they or the other person chooses next time. Even so Stevens. Then they pay. So then if I decide if I want to go to a really fancy um French cafe with a lamb three way happening in the background. Or a PF Chang. Or or duck confit on the children's menu. I've never been to duck confit. <laughs> then, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not saying my friends should have paid for dinner. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying that you should it should be a, a equal contributions. Sure, it's 2023. You yeah. Know? We so um, I you can't have your duck comfy and eat it too. That's correct. 
I have I've come out already on the show as a gay. Oh yes, mm-hmm. I have, and so and so I'm I'm dating someone. He's my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So we the first date we went on, I chose the venue, uh-huh. and it was a bar called Venue, which is funny. <laughs> and I paid because okay. I chose it. The drinks were a little expensive there. The next time he chose, he paid. It was and an then, Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> then we went to, uh, we just got kind of a duck confit at the side of the road. At an Applebee's? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's delicious. It had foie gras there. It was good. It's part of their endless uh, riblet duck confit platter. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we pay, it's, it's equal every time we yeah. pay. Yeah. And if he pays, I Venmo or vice versa. When I was in um, D.C., my friend and I, we would buy something and then I would pay and then she'd been with me yeah. and then she'd pay. And it's I'd a trade-off longer. thing. That, that was, my friend and I, when we used to work together in the mall, we'd, you know, we'd work the night shift yeah. or the evening shift. And so we'd have to get dinner. And so we'd order from, usually it was California Pizza Kitchen because that was the only decent place to eat in the mall. Pricey. It was like that or an Arby's. Yeah. And so like one night I'd be buy and then the next night she'd buy. Sure. And, and that's so fair and, and it's forth. cool and whatever. Um, what I was saying was um, that I was thinking it was not going to come out even because, you know, you like to keep track or whatever. It turns out I came out $17. Like she, I had paid $17 more than she had. So when Venmoing back and forth, um, my Venmo balance is 17 bucks. So it worked out like we, we did good at, at kind of yeah. communicating and paying back and forth. Um, but you really got to, yeah, this, I don't know. I wouldn't date somebody that wasn't willing to pay half. No. Like, that's just kind of shitty. That seems like a very high maintenance type person. Yeah. You need to pay for me. Unless I was, unless I was constantly wanting to go to nice places. I mean, yeah. And if I make like double that's, what my date makes or something, maybe it's different, but. Yeah. But I mean, it sounds like that's not necessarily the case that's going on. Like, it sounds like. I'm guessing that one, you're on Reddit, so it's probably a younger person. Right. And they can't afford all these constantly, I'm always paying kind of situations. So that's my guess. Jason, Uh why is there so little standardization in the way shower faucet handles operate? I feel like every time I shower at a hotel or a friend's place, I'm confronted with a new puzzle just to turn on the water and get it warm. I mean, they all operate about the same. Turn the dial. Find where the heat is that you like. It usually says Done. it's like red and blue. Yeah. I mean, it's not fucking rocket science. Well, it isn't. But so, okay. Sometimes so, figuring out what, all right, what do I, do I pull the little tab thing? Is there a handle that turns the shower on? Right. Like that can be a little confusing, but in general, they all work about the same Think way. Think of all the ways that you know how to turn showers on from, think if it's a bathtub, not a, not a full shower, right? Mm-hmm. Full bath. So you turn it on. So sometimes there's like a handle and you mm. knob and you twist it. Yeah. Um, I've seen it where you twist the knob and then you pull out. I've seen that. And yeah. the shower comes on. So there's two ways. Right. And then I've seen the little, the handle that comes on and then you pull the little thing up. So there's three right? ways. That's, and I've also seen. It's like a lamb. I've also seen the spout comes out and there's a little thing the on the faucet, the, the tub faucet, you pull that down. I've never seen that. And that starts the the. There's another one I've seen where there were like two different knobs and one turned on the water and the other one you turned, which was as big as the other one, it was right next to it. That turned the shower on. But you figured it out. Every time. So 
quit your bitching. Okay. Jeff, is it weird that I give my cat catnip when I get high so that we can be high together? <laughs> no, that seems awesome. I don't see any problem with that at all. <laughs> While we were in uh, D.C., my friend who says that she's not bougie says, oh, uh, we were at the near the Ag- Alexandria City Hall. And uh, she says, oh, we we have to stop. We get our catnip from here. And it was like the specialty spice shop. <laughs> yeah, you're bougie. Alexandria City Hall, um, friend Dave, friend of the show, was like, hey, by the way, um, this park that's here where this fountain is, this is where they used to have the slave auctions. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it's a farmer's market on Saturdays. <laughs> Jesus. Look, I'm a slave to that uh, fresh fruit and veg. <laughs> Said the tone deaf hipster on Instagram. Indeed. Jason, uh-huh. does anyone truly love their spouse? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people? Is this person asking for themselves or look, I read a lot of stuff on here about when I when do I know my marriage is over and how do I tell my spouse I'm done and stuff? Does anyone out there truly love their spouse? Like, I can't wait for my husband to get home at the end of the day oh, and okay. the three day weekend. So basically like I mean, what are you hanging out at? Are you hanging out at the, like, my relationship's over or the, like, happily married Reddits? I'm sure those are out there, right? Yeah, they see see people complaining and think, oh, everyone hates their spouse. Yeah. It's like uh, watching stand-up comedians in the 80s, yeah. I'll complain about their spouse. But I don't look at stand-up comedians and think, ah, yes, this is every American. A quote, uh, I forget this person's name, but he always said, quote, I don't get any respect. (laughs) Jason. Uh Uh-huh. That's stupid. If you get injured in a mass shooting, are you on the hook for your own medical bills? Yeah. It's America. Yeah, of, of course, course you yeah. are. Jeff, if you're fat and lose a bunch of weight and got excess skin removed, then gain back the weight, lost it, remove skin, etc., would your skin be get dangerously thin? It's Would your thing get dangerously thin at some point? How many times can you go through this before it becomes a concern? Before you become like one of those fish where you can see their beating heart? Are they assuming that your skin's like Play-Doh and you've got like a certain amount of Play-Doh? <laughs> and then you like stretch it out and you cut it and then you stretch it out and it's just getting thinner and thinner and thinner because it has to spread over your new yeah, fat body. Because your, <laughs> your skin is like pizza dough. If you stretch it too thin, you can see through it. Oh, and that's start coming apart. Fucking Tony's got thin crust now. <laughs> I myself deep dish. Still got my original deep dish, so I'm good. <laughs> Hand tossed. That is KT Tunstall, and that is a great song. Woohoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Security at the Ben Gurion International Airport in Tel Aviv unzipped an American couple's suitcases Uh-oh. that were bursting with 375 pounds of fruit roll-ups. Well, I was going to say high fructose corn syrup, but hey, it's the same. Still true. (laughs) It wasn't the first time Americans were caught sneaking fruit roll-ups into Israel this week. The Times of Israel reported about 661 pounds of fruit roll-ups were confiscated within one week at the airport. It's a lot of fruit roll-ups. I can't wait to see this Locked Up Abroad episode. (laughs) Do you remember when they used to like that you could there were like shapes that you could like peel out of yeah. the fruit roll-ups? Do they not have those anymore? I don't know. I, I assume they did. I haven't bought a fruit roll-up in years. Yeah. I I remember people would wrap them around their finger and like suck on it. Mm. That was gross. 
there was so <laughs> later in the story they talk about the reason for this might be tiktok related but i was on the tiktoks on instagram and someone was talking about doing a she called it up mm -hmm, using a fruit roll-up oh oh i've i've heard about this trend yeah. yeah and and she was like it was the most fun low job i've ever given and then the next day he sent her a 72 pack of fruit roll-ups <laughs> uh, and so i that was what i've seen recently so i was like wait is there and my, my wife and i were talking about it and you're like so wait is this like a trend is this like a thing that's all over the the instagrams that people are doing this with fruit roll-ups now is the more disgusting trend in my opinion is that these men have dirty dicks and that they taste like anything a, the penis should not taste like anything at all and so if you have to put a fruit roll-up on it to do it i think you should take a shower before probably it seems to me that that would be very desensitizing the fruit roll-up yeah I, oh, i'm sure it's better for the woman and not for the man for sure but so I'm just like curious it. why he would send her so many fruit roll-ups. He wants more. If, he if wants was... 72 more blowjobs. But I'm just saying it seems like it wouldn't be very good. Yeah. He should have gone to Costco and gotten the big one. Or washed his dick. Yeah. So according to the Israeli Customs and Import Guidelines, visitors can bring up to 15 kilograms of food products in a shipment, but no more than five kilograms of a specific product. Uh, additionally, visitors may only bring in, in items that total less than $200. Uh, okay. So, so I'm guessing 661 pounds of fruit roll-ups, more than $200. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. So what's causing the fruit roll-up craze? Israel authorities blame TikTok. Are, are this many people throughout the world giving fruit roll-up blowjobs? No! Because <laughs> it's a different trend. Really? It is. Okay, good to know. Droves of TikTok creators have shared videos of them trying out the latest snack innovation, ice cream, inside a fruit roll-up in a type of dumpling shape. Oh, I feel like I saw this a year ago. This must just now be making it to Instagram. <laughs> I feel like I saw this a long time ago. Yeah, so you put the, the, the ice cream, then you wrap the the dick roll up. So it's a yeah. it's a dick flavored dumpling ice cream. <laughs> I'm making mouth noises right now because <laughs> I this sounds awful to eat. I my teeth hurt oh, when yeah. I eat cold things. Mm. You'd have to Biting bite into, into it. Yeah, you definitely would have to. If you ever tried to eat a burrito, you don't eat burritos. If you ever tried to I eat a, a burrito. burrito that the the tortilla was tough and all the stuff shoots out the bottom. Well, I eat a burrito with a knife and a fork. <laughs> well, <laughs> I eat a burrito with a knife and a fork. Yeah, Excuse me... the fuck out of me. You're not eating a beefy five layer burrito, my friend. Well, I don't go to freaking Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, to, I go to Mays, where they're good. <laughs> so. Uh, this sounds like a horrible thing. It to does do. sound horrible. Yeah. Just... Uh, do you know what the mochi, the little yes, ice I, cream thing? I've never had one, but I'm familiar with them. Terrible. It's the same concept. It's, it's like a hard, not a hard shell, but a thick. But it's a thick, tough shell on the outside. It tastes very good, but you have and to chew it. You have to bite into it. No. Yeah. No. I have sensitive teeth. Same. According to testers, the cold ice cream hardens the fruit roll up, making it a delicious treat. Okay, so if it hardens it and you can bite into it, then I'm ready. We should, this we should try it. We should try it. Test. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we'll have to get some fruit roll-ups and some ice cream. And, and uh, what flavor ice cream would go with the good with the fruit roll-up? Uh, vanilla? You'd have to get the strawberry fruit roll-ups, I think, right? Because they have, like, 
some that the are rainbow just flavor. The rainbow ones, yeah. You think strawberry? Could you do a strawberry fruit roll up with a strawberry ice cream? I'm just worried my teeth are going to hurt. I'm, I know. I literally have the chills right now thinking about I know. it. I know. So videos of the hack have gotten two, five, ten, and fourteen million views on dozens of accounts. What the fuck is that sentence? <laughs> Someone's trying to be clever. And has surged in popularity in, in, in Israel. Uh, the popularity of fruit roll-ups hack has also caused the prices to skyrocket, according to Israel Ministry of Health. I, Apparently, it's $10 for a pack of 10 fruit roll-ups. I must be on just, I'm on, there are cats and funny dogs when I'm on TikTok, and then like a few science ones. I must not be on the side of TikTok where they're eating like the the food, I've never the seen food trends. I've never seen it. Though we're talking about it now, so maybe. I mean, I, I did hear about it, will... and I heard about it because I hear about it from other people. Yeah, I, I feel like I heard about it too, like the ice cream thing, but I've never seen it happen. Yeah, well, I'm not excited to do this one. I'd much rather do the mashed potatoes one, but <laughs> we can do both. Your uncle, yeah. we take mashed potatoes, cold mashed potatoes, <laughs> put them inside of a fruit roll up. Yeah. Oh boy, you know what they should do? They should take like a nice beef. Uh, like prime rib and put it inside a flaky pastry. Uh, they do. It's called a beef wellington. Oh, yeah. That would be the new trend in like this the 1500s. <laughs> I made one for my uncle for his birthday right before COVID. <laughs> do you think people in like four or 500 years are going to be having the fruit roll-up ice cream trend? <laughs> we found this recipe from two, 2023. <laughs> There's going to be some like very flamboyantly uh, Instagram guy. Doing old timey oh, recipes. Yeah, I hate the guy with the high hair. I know who you're talking about. I, I can't stand that. Oh guy. man, I love him. He's great. I think the content is great. I just don't like his delivery. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of poor delivery, a Fourth Avenue South Hilton hotel guest woke up to a hotel night manager sucking on his toes. Jesus. According to the North Nashville Police Department. Wow. <laughs> wow. I've stayed in a lot I mean, of shithole hotels. Kentucky this has never happened. Kentucky's finger looking good. <laughs> Tennessee, toe looking good. The night manager, 52-year-old David Neal, was arrested in light of the occurrence, the police report says. So I, I just must assume that they prefer not clean feet. <laughs> yeah. Yes, maybe? Yeah, I well, yeah, I assume... Okay, do most people shower in the morning? I do, yes. Right, so you don't shower at night? No. So your feet are that are in your bed are the feet that you've had throughout the day, obviously. <laughs> you don't wash your feet before you My get My dirty bed. feet, yes. Okay, and he's this guy sucking on foot toes or like night toes. Night toes. <laughs> Not morning toes, night toes. <laughs> yeah, so he. I think he was I like assume. the dirty feet. So it reminds me, <laughs> apparently there was a letter that Napoleon wrote to his wife. He was out fighting war, and uh-huh. he wrote his wife. He's like, "I'll be home in two days. Don't shower, <laughs> or don't bathe." <laughs> He's like, "I want that, you know." And she was like, "Not a problem there, Daddy. <laughs> big, big Daddy. <laughs> I assume she's Blanche Devereaux. Oh, <laughs> big Daddy. Have we talked about Golden Girls? And recently, millions of times. Recently, recently, we'll talk about it later. We'll okay, about it later. Well, that's great for the pun. Uh, 
So I was uh, okay. So I'm I'm out now, so I can say this on the pod now. Mm-hmm. I had a hookup once mm-hmm. with this guy, and he did not. We didn't discuss this beforehand, and all of a sudden he's sucking on my toe, Dude. my big toe. He didn't ask. He did. We didn't talk about it originally. He didn't know the state of my feet. They were showered, luckily, or maybe unluckily. Unluckily, well, I don't know. <laughs> He texted you next time. Hey, I'll see you in a few hours. Don't shower. Don't wash the feet. (laughs) Go to the gym first. Disgusting. Well, the night manager, 52-year-old David Neal, was arrested in light of the occurrence, police report. I don't think this wasn't in Nashville, so I don't think this is the guy. So after waking up to Neal sucking on his toes, the man realized Neal had entered his room the day before to help solve a TV issue and... MNPD states. Uh, he's charged with aggravated burglary and assault, according to police. Where did I, did I miss that? Where did I, I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. It was like That's one fine. above it, so. Wow. So he got, so he was in his room, he saw those feet, he's like, I gotta come back for those. <laughs> that little piggy is going in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Officers report Neil told police he went into the guest room because of the smell of smoke because those toes are smoking hot (laughs) Uh, police arrested neil in lebanon at his home friday according to detectives probably the town of lebanon tennessee not lebanon the country yes i assume that'd be a long longer rest it would (laughs) jesus jesus that's that is horrifying (laughs) right I mean, I always put the little latch there so they can't come in, right? Yeah. Oh, this is why you got to ask for your your uh, sheets to be tucked in. Make sure they're tucked. Because <laughs> if they're untucked, the feet are exposed. I mean, my feet are always exposed. It's the first thing I do is you kick untuck? it out so that I can get my feet out. Maybe you should tuck now. I can't have my feet covered. No? No. At all? No. It's too, too hot. hot. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. have it. Yeah, I feel that too. I need freedom for my feet. Yeah, but... <laughs> You know how you like, or when you're a kid, you're afraid of sticking your foot out the side of the bed because something like grab it. There. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. that's real. <laughs> its name is Neil. <laughs> hey, little kid. <laughs> Did you shower today? <laughs> oh, fuck it. Go ride your bike. Oh, 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 I like it when you wear those Crocs. All right, <laughs> what did we learn today? Uh, we learned that in Italy, expensive pasta is a big problem. And what we learned in New Jersey, not a problem at all. Just dump it in the forest. <laughs> you know, after that happened, some mom was like, there are kids in Italy who can't afford <laughs> pasta, and you're dumping it in the forest? <laughs> they can't afford unsauced pasta. Uh, we learned that uh, a lot of people are making terrible frozen desserts that are hurting your teeth using uh, fruit roll-ups and ice cream. I just realized something. Did this guy not lock the latch on his hotel room door? That's what I was just saying. I always lock the latch. Always lock the latch. Also, that shit is loud too. If you don't, if you yeah, lock it, and someone tries to come in. Yeah, yeah. it's bad. No, it's, you gotta, gotta do that. Oh. Plug up the uh, the peephole too. You plug up the peephole with what? Toilet like paper a, or uh, tissue? Because you think they can reverse I mean, it. That's happened. Yeah, but uh, in some places, like there's some hotels I've been to, and they've got little like. Dangly do. Yeah, I've seen the hides it. I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. You just go whoop and you can see through it. But protected. The depraved individuals all around the world, and I think there are probably um, cameras in hotel rooms that we don't see. Oh, probably, yeah. Anyway, this hour has been an hour and 23 minutes. Mm
I don't think I don't think we've talked <laughs> oh, about this. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. Uh, so I've been uh, working with a trainer on an app thing, and uh, while I do that, I was getting kind of bored, so I have the TV and I've been watching episodes of The Golden Girls. Oh yeah, so doing a little rewatch. How old are the Golden Girls? Do you know? Okay. So I know because I like looking up things like this. Okay. Because it's insane. Because I I did not necessarily know. Yeah. Because looking at them, I assumed that they were, you know, grandmotherly age, right? Right. Sophia, supposed to be in her 80s, right? Makes sense. Sure. Totally buy it. Yeah. Uh, so the oldest of the Golden Girls is Rose. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be fifty-five. Yeah. So the the Golden Girls, I think that comes from like the Golden Years, which comes from the Golden Anniversary is the fifty-year anniversary, right? So she's fifty-five. That yeah. Would, that would make sense. She's yeah. the oldest, though. Um, Dorothy is the next oldest. She's supposed to be fifty-two. Fifty-two. Neither of them, I would like. So I I have this thing where, like, for some reason lately. I see someone acting something like, how old are they? (laughs) I always look it up. I want to know how old they are. How old is the character they're playing? And so I think like 52. And so I immediately started looking up actresses similar, like Jennifer Aniston, Mm -hmm. uh, Demi Moore, uh, Jennifer Connelly. Sure. And they do not look anything like the Golden Girls. No. And they're in their 50s. Blanche is supposed to be 47. Wild. That's and I'm like a few years older than we are. It is. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and then as I'm watching, so I think the thing that like hit it off was there's an episode where Blanche thinks she's pregnant. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. How is that possible? How 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 old are they supposed to be? Blanche hasn't gone through menopause yet. She hadn't until oh. this episode. Oh, okay. And so then she felt she was worthless because she couldn't have kids anymore. Oh. Even right. though she wasn't having kids anyway. Right. But uh but yeah, so that like freaked me out. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Blanche is only supposed to be like five years older than me. Yeah. Even the the men that they were dating on the show, these were they, ancient men. They were gray haired, ex- except Mr. Burt Reynolds. Oh well, of course, yeah. <laughs> so I did. I looked up um, how old was Frasier supposed to be. Okay. On the show Frasier, you know? Yeah. yeah. Wait, know, wait, it's a Cheers spinoff. From when? Like when he was on Cheers or when he was on Frasier? Season one of Frasier. Season one of Frasier. Okay. Yes. So that's like seven years into him playing Frasier. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So in the first season of Frasier, Kelsey Grammer is 41. Kelsey Grammer's 41 or his character is 41? Kelsey Grammer is 41. Well, how old is his character though? Uh, I, I think, I don't know, probably the same, right? I don't think the age is a lot different. Wait, so that would mean if he's 41. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, you know, uh, the Golden Girls were playing characters younger than them. Yeah. For the most part, which but is probably is the part 90s. of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so wait, so if he's 41 in season one of Frasier, mm-hmm. that means when he first appeared in Cheers, he was in his early 30s. Yes. Not- Already completely bald. Don't buy that at all. <laughs> But the 80s old was so different than now old. That's so. true. Like, old people are hot now. Well, I, that maybe because w- we're old, too. <laughs> but uh, well, here's the thing. No, here's here's another thing. Uh, I think it was um, Wilford Brimley 
in Cocoon. <laughs> yeah. Is like the same age as Paul Rudd is now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Paul Rudd doesn't age. That's not fair to, to Wilford Brimley. Fine. He's the same age as David Schwimmer from oh, Friends oh, oh, or, okay. you know, something like that. I don't know if that's true. But but in Cocoon, I thought he was like 80. Yeah, he was so old. And he's like, no, he was like 48 or something, 52. David Hyde Pierce, who played Niles, is 38 in season three, it says, of Frasier. Uh, Roz is 38 in season 10. See, Roz, I think, I feel like... Roz was younger. I I buy that. 38 in season 10, so 28 in season one, right? That I don't buy. I don't know why they're... 32 I would buy, but I feel that's closer. Yeah. Like, I find that more believable. And then uh, Martin, John Mahoney, was 60 when the show started. That's that's believable. Yeah, I find that believable, too. But 47 with Blanche... So that's what it was. I saw a thing that was talking about George Costanza. Oh, yeah. And in Seinfeld, at the start of Seinfeld, he's 29. Whoa, really? And everyone's like, no, he's fucking not. And they're like, no, he's literally da- uh, 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 George, uh, what's his name? Al- uh, Alexander. Uh, Jason, Jason Alexander. Alexander was 29 when they started filming. Wow. He was so bald already. And they're like, no, he's fucking old. And you're like, sorry, that's the age he was. It was different back then. Yeah. So I saw another thing talking about like, uh, you know, we always talk about body image for women mm, and whatnot. Yeah. And so someone was like, no, no, we got to talk about the men thing because like the way we've gone, we've gone completely fucking insane. Uh, and so they're like, you know, look at the Marvel movies, any kind of superhero and like the ridiculous abs and muscles yeah, and shit. Yeah. And they're like, let's go back to 2000 and let's watch Gladiator <laughs> with Russell Crowe. Uh-huh. And Russell Crowe is supposed to be like a strong, badass kind of thing. And they're like, look at him. He's got no abs. Yeah. He's an average looking guy. And he was like the strong buff guy in the movie. And everyone's like, yeah, he's a strong buff guy. And by today's standards, he'd be like. Who's this fat old man? Yeah. Because it's ridiculous. So I just saw it was a video from like health, Men's Health Magazine or something. It was Chris Bratt on there. And he was talking about what he would have to eat during uh, when he was trying to lose weight for the different roles that he had. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about eating like boiled chicken. Ugh. Boiled chicken and something else. Like you don't have to boil you it. Got, <laughs> seriously, put it on the grill and put some spices on it. That's yeah. Like... Don't even put any oil on it. Just yeah. put it on a grill or something. <laughs> the paprika is not going to add calories it'll be okay <laughs> just get it on there i'm sure paprika adds calories I, or inflammation no. perhaps well all right maybe your that. abs look smaller or something yeah but mm, i don't know what do they gotta do like they give you a pinch of allspice or something and they'll sure. jab you up a little duck confit <laughs> some uh foie gras it's for the kids for the kids? Yeah. I, I just love going to, you know, the McDonald's and getting the Fro Gras Happy Meal. It's a four piece. <laughs> Comes with honey. Is, is it really a piece? It's more of a pate, isn't it? No, a four pate. A four pate? Mm-hmm. The quarter pate with uh, cheese? <laughs> That's enough. 